Hi, this is an uneducated view on a $40,000 truck that looks like it was designed on MS Paint. <laughs> Hi, this is an uneducated view on the only streaming service with thousands of accounts hacked on its opening day. Hey, and welcome to an uneducated view on the only gaming service that launches to little fanfare and is ready to be shut down within the next few years. So hey guys, welcome to our third episode. I want to, you know, give a special shout out to all of our new listeners since we just went public. Yeah, we're finally Wait, live. Wait, I mean, we're not, we're not on like New York Stock Exchange or anything. No, but we're finally <laughs> live, you know. Before we were just kind of talking to ourselves, you know. And, like, and to the internal team. Yeah. Now I feel like, you know, we actually have listeners. You I mean like we advertise the fact that we're doing a podcast. Right, yeah. right. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I, for one, I've had a few people come up to me and, and, and mention the podcast. They so. recognize you off the podcast? <laughs> yeah, they heard hey, my voice. Steph, is that you? <laughs> we're famous now. Basically, I just want to say we're famous now yeah, just like, no thank, big deal thank you MVP. for the free gifts and like, right. you know yeah you guys great. really didn't need to give me that test yeah. lot, honestly <laughs> it, was, it was overboard but i appreciate it but anyways i just want to welcome the newcomers and um the yeah. old comers and and the old comers yeah. thank you for sticking with us um, since the beginning we, we really <laughs> it's been a bit of a rough it. ride yeah. <laughs> but we're here now and um, just to remind everyone uh we're here to talk about various tech things despite the fact that we're utterly unqualified to talk about them and but who are us unqualified who are people us, who are us yeah <laughs> that's that's the right grammar who are us <laughs> um i'm steph uh yeah i'll pass it off to you guys <laughs> i am jacques and this is chris that rhymed <laughs> i know that did rhyme. i really can't get mine to I really can't get mine to rhyme like that you know like hawks it's jocks hollows <laughs> it's jokes that one was really, really good really... that's pretty good yeah. Um, yeah, this week I'm hosting, and we're going to get into some cool internet-y things. Not internet of things, but internet-y things. Yeah, a good thing we're we're not on the internet, so we're safe <laughs> from any persecution, or no, prosecution? Persecution? Both? Bro- oh, both. 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 Both, yeah. yeah. Both, um, both. If, if, if anything goes south. But right. We'll right. see. I think it's an interesting conversation. I'm excited to get into it. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, let's just start off. Uh, yeah, let's just get into it, huh? Yeah. Okay, so I think the Was first I supposed thing... to say something? <laughs> if you really. wanted to. I thought it was to. a rhetorical question. <laughs> <laughs> the, the pause was really yeah, long, I, so I, I was like, you need to fill the air. <laughs> well, did you, did you want to talk? Did you want to talk about yourself, Chris? Do you want to add Wait, something? Wait, where did no. this come from? I don't know. I thought you, you felt like there was I think we should pause. just mention before we get in that yeah. we're... Um, we're an extension of UBC's largest tech and business club, uh, UBC BizTech. Mm-hmm. They are our producing organization, our title <laughs> right, sponsor, right, right. Uh, everything our funding. to us. Hashtag they are our lord and savior. Funding. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we are, we are nothing without UBC yeah. BizTech. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, we just wanted to give them a shout out, and we'll have a little bit of an ad break later on, a very short one to, to promote one of our newest events. Yeah. Anyway, I'll pass it back to you, Steph. Okay, so... Uh, what has happened recently in Canada? Do you guys want to explain? Trudeau got reelected. <laughs> that is one thing. That is one thing. More specifically about about internet and uh, I guess it's a streaming service, but I think the correct term is IPTV. 
So what what is that? What is an what IPTV? Is IPTV? Yeah, so it's it's an IPTV is Internet Protocol Television. So the idea is that uh, you have broadcasting television, which is like your your CBC, you know, yeah, CBC, your city TV, CTV, um, global, exactly, and that's kind of like TSM. Let's just keep listing yeah, yeah, all, yeah, all the all channels, <laughs> Sportsnet, but keep it Canadian. Uh, keep it Canadian. Oh, TSN. <laughs> um. I'm out of ideas. <laughs> yeah, I think that's like Cartoon Network. That's American, right? Yeah, that's American. That is American. Family Channel. Family Channel. Teletoon. Disney Plus. Wait, no, never mind. Wait, no, no, that's, no. I think that's the other <laughs> side. So, oh, that Disney leads Channel. into that is that is a subset of IPTV, which is basically television through internet connection. Okay. Um, so part of that is like video on demand. So that's like Netflix and Hulu and. So now Netflix Disney is Plus. IPTV. Technically, yeah, because it's basically like. TV through the internet, but okay. another type of IPTV is like one, like it's, I think it's called like time shifted media. So, like websites that host TV from networks, but not during the airtime. So, like, you know, like global, global TV. Is that a channel? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. stuff like Adult Swim and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's yeah. like if Global were to show its shows on demand on their website, but mm-hmm. without it being like live or on. Uh, through like a antenna, like a TV antenna. Right. So that's also considered okay. IBTV. Gotcha. Um, but the thing is, there's also like a gray area with IBTV where it's like s- just called streaming, I guess, like what we know as streaming. Um, so recently, uh, there's been a Canadian federal court issue for ISPs, which is internet service providers. So, so like your TELUS, yeah. your Rogers, your Shaw. Bell, your Shaw. Let's 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 do round two. I think that's two. all of them. They have a monopoly. <laughs> we so. have a bunch of small ones, like really tech savvy. Oh, and, okay. uh, oh. are they owned by? No, ones, but or? they they buy like uh, they borrow or pay for using the other big guys' infrastructure. So like okay. Shaw's, they they pass their internet through Shaw, like the same pipes, but um, yeah. fiber optic cables, I guess. Anyhow, that's mm-hmm. not what we're here to talk yeah, about. This is, but this is another topic. Yeah. So, um, so what happened with these ISPs? Sp- the ISPs. Now we're getting into ASMR territory. That's, that's dangerous. <laughs> we're crossing genres. <laughs> yeah, in the intro, too. Multidimensional. <laughs> uh, like the ISPs, the ISPs, um, they, they're basically, they're banning uh, an IPTV service, which is called Gold TV. And this is through a, a federal court ban. So I don't know. It's an interesting, interesting so movement. what did these guys do? Did they create their own content? Did they buy from like CBC and reshow their content, or was it like an illegal service? Was it paid? Yeah. So they basically were just hosting a bunch of channels uh, without having the right to. So I guess this is kind of like a legality uh, issue. So it was an illegal streaming service that would it's show kind of you like, like CBC's videos, but so would Put Locker and stuff count as like something like this? Yeah, too? I would. I would assume mm-hmm. Put Locker. Yeah. And what was like that all movies your basic one? Streaming yeah, the other streaming. movies. I don't want to expose myself. Yeah, yeah they, they, they're <laughs> there. <laughs> I don't. I've only heard of these from friends. I don't actually know any of them. <laughs> yeah, not familiar <laughs> at all. But. Yep. What's a torrent? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Pirate Bay. <laughs> what? No. Nope. Okay. Oops. <laughs> now you gotta bleep that out. <laughs> yeah, but I think like as students, I'm sure like everyone's. Not even as students, yeah, just, just as, like, as, people. as people. Like, everyone's stream. Like, have you guys ever felt, I don't know, hesitations or, like, 
ethical concerns with streaming. I would like to exercise my Fifth Amendment rights. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, my heart goes out to the billionaire owner of CB of uh, Disney. Yeah. And uh, when I really ESPN. Oh, wait, that's also Disney. Um, my heart, it yeah. really, it really. Every time I'm thinking, how is is he gonna feed himself and his family on his yacht when he can't afford yeah, like, uh, my five dollars a month? Like, God, God bless them. Poor you know? HBO, having the most pirated show of all time. Like, must uh, suck, you know? Must feel bad. <laughs> in, in case that wasn't clear. Anyhow, so yeah, that's our opinions. Yep. Yeah, okay, yeah. I think, like, recently, though, I, I came back to, uh, well, I was living in Hong Kong for, like, three years in, uh, in high school, and then I when I came back here, I was, well, I was downloading things quite frequently there. Legally. Very legally, obviously. And when I came back, I attempted to do that again, and then I got, like, a letter from Telus right away. Really? Like, two weeks later. Like, so was this like a... don't do this. Was this, like, a service that you found in Hong Kong? So that, like... Or, like, something that you just used... Just never used before in Canada? Uh, I think it was just, like, age thing. Like, when I was, like... 12. Oh, I, wasn't, okay, I wasn't on pirate okay, I, <laughs> I wasn't that tech savvy. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, LimeWire We're not promoted by tech savvy. <laughs> oh, not. is that, is that, right, you mentioned that's an actual company. Yeah. So why did they target gold TV specifically? Because like, like, you yeah. know, probably very I haven't flashy. heard of it at all. Well, okay. I think uh, it's because, uh, <laughs> but, um, is silver TV still up? Bronze TV? Let's go to all go. the elements. Platinum? <laughs> Uh, diamond, <laughs> uh, ruby. Okay. Anyways, listening is a is a theme for today's yep. today's episode. Yeah, I feel like it's because um, Gold TV was hosting channels or or I guess networks rather than just like episodes of shows. That's fair. It's, oh. it's harder for like like I don't know Big Bang Theory as great of a show that is to like go after Put Locker. Yeah. And okay. be like, hey, or all these streaming sites, like, hey, you're showing. Yeah, our that makes show, sense. You know. Yeah, and I, I imagine that um, Gold TV ha- was probably like kind of centrally owned as well. Like it wasn't, you know, if you have Torrents or you have Put Locker, it's all individual users who put mm-hmm. those things up. Whereas uh, Gold TV, it seemed like they had a more cataloged kind of central database where they had everything stored and would stream it from there. So it's like an easy target. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's the what's the uh, dilemma here, Steph? Yeah, well, I think it's it's a slippery slope, right? Like, this is the first time that the government has actually been, well, stepped in and actually tried to moderate content on the internet. So what did the government actually do? I don't know. Did we mention it? I, I don't remember. Oh, I they, guess. They just shut it down, right? All ISPs can't go, yeah. they can't access. So they told the ISPs anymore. that they cannot let users access that web address. Yeah. Yeah, yes. Well, like ISP. Yeah. So basically, an ISP cannot host like. I didn't know that was possible. That's kind of scary. Gold TV. But actually, fun. No. Not fun fact, but um, interesting context to the story. It was actually because the, I think ISP slash the networks themselves that were petitioning for this to happen. Right. So okay. it wasn't a gu- It wasn't um, like motivated on the side of like the government. Yeah. It was yeah motivated Wait, so, on that. So how is this? Of course they would. Because Bell owns CTV. Yeah. yeah. How is this different yeah. from like? Uh, the, like the police going down and shutting down a dark web, like thing. They can't. You know? They can't. They do that. The dark they? web. You yeah. Can't shut like down. no, not shutting shut down the dark web, like but shut down an organization it? that yeah. runs in a dark web. Oh. Isn't this like kind of similar? It's just not on the dark web. It's on like the public web. I suppose. Where they're like going and shutting it down, right? Yeah, I didn't realize you can blacklist like websites. From I guess everyone. That's the scary part, isn't like, it? Mm-hmm. Like if yeah. all of a sudden they don't want us, like someone doesn't want us to access some news organization like the New York Times is doing something critical against 
Trudeau, and he yeah. tells the CRTC to blacklist the New York Times. Like, so yeah. it's different from when you're shutting down outside of the internet. Like, you're shutting down. Say, say you're running like a shady organization in the black dark web, right? Right. When the police comes and shut you down, it's not because they're shutting down the internet connection. Correct. Because they're shutting down the organization. Like they're just putting the guys in prison. The okay. People who are involved. But then, in prison. when it comes to something like Gold TV, they're right. not doing that. You're blacklisting that. the website, and no one can access that now. So why can't they just shut down Gold TV itself? Like what? Yeah, what the, uh, that's actually a good question. Yeah, yeah. They I just think... arrest the. Yeah, because I'm, I'm assuming that's illegal as well. Whatever they're doing. Yeah, I would imagine that that. Whatever, re, re, yeah. republishing like content theft yeah thing. ip yeah. and co- copywriting but the fact that they can shut it down that that freaks me out yeah i don't know i think it's it's i guess it's, is it an issue of like legality or is it like censorship you know I, right. right yeah and like well there's all the, there's also, other than canada there's also like where the eu where we have other stuff going on there as well you know in terms of like internet protections yeah like different laws that are being passed in the eu could it be something like a Starts the G and yeah, rhymes with yeah. up, up. something to do with the number thirteen. <laughs> <Your> GDPR <laughs> <laughs> rhymes with R. It starts with the G and ends with the R. It has a G- and has a D-P. P in the middle and then also a D. Yeah. In some kind of order. What is it, Chris? <laughs> GPDR. No, Wait, I think G- you mixed it I up. I mix it up. PDGR. <laughs> no, no, try it. RPGD. You only have like uh, RPG. <laughs> How many permutations do we have, Jacques? Oh, crap. Quick maths. Four, yeah, our stats, four, our stats major. Four factorial? Four factorial. Whatever that is. Go. <laughs> 24. 24. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Sorry, um, I was under uh, pressure there. Yeah. <laughs> couldn't, Panic. Couldn't think properly. At the disco. Um, and so... <laughs> I just, okay. <laughs> um, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, GDPR. GDPR, yeah. GDPR. So the General Data Protection Regulation... Uh, This was adopted in 2016. It took effect in 2018 in May. And essentially what it's doing is it's supposed to protect users' privacy throughout the EU. And uh, the the best example I can give you about how this affects your life is when you visit every website. You remember in 2018 there was that period when you started getting all those emails from companies saying that they have to like confirm Mm -hmm. that they can have your email. And then after that you saw like every single website you visited, they were like, hey, we are taking your cookies. Do you accept or do you deny? Mm And, and ever since, like, every website you go to has, like, a million cookie yeah, requests. You just press OK every time. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So really nothing's changed except now yeah. I have to press an extra button. Well, isn't there, there, there still was... don't read the terms and agreements yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or the privacy um, rules. And there, isn't there a whole thing about copyright, though? Like, they're, they're trying to enforce copyright protection on different sites, similar to how Google has content ID on oh, their Oh, interesting. I didn't know about this. Right. So I think what they want to do is that they want every website, like, to be like Google or sorry, not Google, like YouTube, right. where when you upload something, it has to oh. go through a, a, a like thing to make sure it's not being copyrighted. Right, but so then it's that, like assigned a unique key. Yeah, but that goes into the whole thing about, you know, what is copyright, what is free u- fair use. Mm. Um, like co- Google's content ID is always co- constantly under fire for being right. too lenient towards the companies right. and not leaning it into- enough towards fair use and stuff. Which makes sense because so, they prior- the, their yeah. money comes from yeah. the companies. Yeah. So. so can you imagine if you go on Reddit and you post a SpongeBob meme and that gets copyrighted because of SpongeBob content? Oh, like, That's I the see. scary part, right? That's really? why everyone's very scared. Mm. Like, yeah, because if you had con- imagine you had content ID on Reddit. That'd just be a nightmare because, like, how much of yeah. Reddit stuff is already... But is this, just, is, like, this is not GDPR. 
This it's this not. was a separate article. I think Article Thirteen. Article right? Thirteen, yeah. but that so. did not get. In. Is that also an EU article? It is yeah. an EU, okay. but it did yeah. not get approved. I don't think. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was it was under discussion. I remember reading about it, and Reddit was like going crazy about it. Right. Um, but it did not get passed, and it's actually related to. I remember two years ago, I think, uh, the US F. CC, the Federal Communications Commission. Yeah. Uh, Ajit Pai, who was the... Is that his mm-hmm. name? Yeah. Okay, okay. I thought you were speaking French for a second. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, that Ajit name Pai, sounds very I think familiar. he's Indian. Yeah. Okay. But um, he was the... Or he is still the chair of the FCC. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he wanted to pass some... The, when net neutrality yeah. became yeah. a yes, topic, right? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. There's like a... Vi- not viral video, but he like tried to get ahead of all these tweets oh, made the about meme video? him. The meme, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, he's, it's just <laughs> so very check difficult Check it out to watch. On, on YouTube. Wait, yeah. there's a meme like just about him? Just search Edgy Pie yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm sure it'll be first result. It's just he's kind of difficult. He's just a difficult <laughs> person to watch and yeah, it was uncomfortable. Dislike. Yeah, <laughs> so it's kind of like the Zuck memes going around. No, yeah. but he did it himself. Oh, like, yeah. he did it he, on he, himself. He recorded this video oh himself. <laughs> yeah. Like it was published by the FCC of him yeah. being like, "Hey, net neutrality yeah. is cool. It's yeah. like SpongeBob being dope." <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. No, it's like I isn't get that the rad? Internet, guys. That's the peak, I understand. The peak yeah. of OK Boomer. You know? Yeah, <laughs> literally. Oh, man. Yeah, exactly. He okay boomered himself. Yeah. <laughs> I bet he probably would have tried to say it, too, during the video. If yeah, it if it came out then. now, and yeah. it'd be what he says. I understand memes. I know what a meme is. <laughs> but I think this okay, is an boomer. interesting, like, interesting um, conversation in terms of, like, what is the government's role in content regulation? You know, yeah. I think, like, what... And it also kind of leads into... Um, California. Yeah, California and also, you know, the data privacy laws and what are the bounds of these regulations, if if any, like, because, you know, we, we are now seeing that the effects of the EU privacy or content regulation laws affected us here, you know, we... Right, because the internet is global. It's not down yeah, to, like, there one are jurisdiction. No, yeah, there so are no boundaries. It feels it's a little weird that EU can control so much of what happens outside of it, Well, right? even more than the EU, California passed a privacy bill actually just in October, so about a month and a half ago. And this law essentially changed the entire landscape for the whole internet, especially across the U.S. Because it's California. And they have Silicon Valley. Yeah. And then... If a, like think of a tech company, if they're gonna go through all the effort to like implement, like they have to change the way Facebook stores its data, it's super complicated for them to geolock that just to California. Right. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna have to just. It's easier just to do it for the entire Facebook. Mm-hmm. I think you know? sometimes like countries or states can kind of take advantage of this though. They can kind of play it How to so? their well. Just that you know they know that it, obviously like you know Facebook can't just make privacy laws specific to users in California. So, you know, they can kind of just say, hey, well, we're going to make this oh, regulation. Like so. threaten them to do something and be like, if you don't do it, we'll like pass this bill that will affect your entire business. <laughs> Possibly. Or just the fact like, hey, good point. like I think if if California, for example, values data privacy, right. they can push that with the, with the knowledge that that's going to have lasting effects with with where for everyone you know hmm. um i feel like they would probably already know that it has lasting effects they just still want to get it through right yeah. yeah like they want that leverage well and, and and another consideration this california bill it's estimated to cost companies 55 billion dollars in like compliance costs to mm. make their websites and their apps well comply with i don't the know bill. i'm kind of okay with like Ad, like I feel like regulation is kind of needed at this point. Yeah. yeah. But it's just the way it's going, it's happening is a little scary. Where it's like one small, unele- seemingly unelected group of people 
can like control so much more right. than they do. So like, like I mean, California can control the yeah. entire world, even yeah. though they're only elected by like a fraction of the world population. Yeah. Right, so like right, right. maybe we could bring it up to like, could the UN do something about it, or could we get like maybe not the UN, but like you know, <laughs> <laughs> like you know something more. Because the UN more. is the most efficient international <laughs> body. Yeah, look at Hong Kong, look at Rwanda, Ooh. look at. I thought you said you wanted to say stuff that wasn't gonna get censored this episode. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> or like cut out this episode. I don't know. I also <laughs> uh, funny story. I was looking to apply for an internship at the UN. Yeah. Oh really? And yeah, I, I wanted to apply to the UN Commission for Human Rights. Mm-hmm. It seemed interesting. And, and I was looking through, and it doesn't seem that they actually pay for the role. Surprise. <laughs> like, it's an unpaid <laughs> no, internship. I, yeah, I don't think they pay, because I've also looked at into internships at the UN, and now I only get ads. It's like, are you ready for an un, like forgettable experience? An un- yeah. unpaid. <laughs> yeah, an unpaid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's interesting how, you, you know, you're going to be fighting for human rights, but you might not eat and sleep in a house. <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing it's like, since in the UN, it's going to be in like New York or something crazy. I think right? it's in Brussels, isn't it? Oh, okay. Or, because uh, like well, I was New York, I guess yeah. It you can be in Geneva. Well, each each in... each organization yeah. probably has its own headquarters. Yeah, could you imagine yeah. being unpaid in New York? Like, <laughs> good luck living there. I think that you can like there was that rat that had like the pizza slices. A few I don't know if you saw the images like a year ago. <laughs> the rat that I like, think there was a, a viral image of a rat that like stole a pizza slice and was oh. around New York with a pizza slice, like a thick nice. pizza slice. Maybe you can like share it. Yeah, yeah, just share it with the the rat. Yeah. yeah. I think, like, Jacques, what you said, though, I think that is relevant to this broader kind of picture of the way the Internet is moving and, like, how do we now need, like, this kind of global governance to regulate, not just regulate, but, like, figure out what to do with the Internet. Like, I'm trying to think, like... Because we definitely need it. Like, look at what's happening with Facebook. Yeah. And Zuckerberg recently, well, he started meeting with, like, conservative groups in the U.S. And started, he said Breitbart is a... Uh, Oh, yeah. No, they were were questioning him about it. It's on their news, Facebook news page now. It's it's like a credible news source. According to Facebook, which is interesting. If one guy, Zuckerberg, has so much power Mm -hmm. that he can literally control people's views of, like, Mm -hmm. what information is credible and what isn't, that needs to be regulated. Yeah. Well, sure. I'm trying to think of like an historical example of something similar, right? Like maybe when books came out, when the books British were a East thing? India Company, like when books became a thing, was that the maybe. same thing where like whoever had power over printing Gutenberg books could like publish whatever books? Yeah, they so wanted. like say the Bible, right? Like, right, that's a good point actually. You know? Yeah, because I wonder if the Quran or if some other religious book I think, was published more, if that would have affected the way the world shaped in terms of religions. No, I think it, the, the world at that time wasn't. I don't, okay, I don't know anything about history, so don't take this, like... Well, it's okay. We're uneducated. Uneducated. Yeah, there you go. So, like, maybe back then it wasn't a big deal because you, you wouldn't get the Quran from, like, Middle East to Europe that quickly anyways. Oh, I like, yeah, yeah, there was right? no two-day shipping yeah. with Amazon. So, <laughs> yeah, you couldn't be like, hey, can you get my Quran here into <laughs> France? Like, you know, they'd be like, what's France? But anyways... Monarchy Prime. Yeah, so, like... The newest service uh, from the Queen of England. <laughs> brought to you by King Richard Get your illegal first. religious text now. Yeah. <laughs> Only on monarchy.com. <laughs> but yeah, it's like there's no, this is like unprecedented where you can have, mm-hmm. where you have to regulate stuff like this, you know. I'm imagining like opium being sold in like two day shipping. I think like the flow of information that yeah. we see too is like. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know where sorry, opium sorry. came from. I'm, 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 little, try, I'm trying too hard. A little surprised. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think like if we, if, whoa. <laughs> Jacques <laughs> trying to create an ambient sound here. Sorry, I hit the desk and it <laughs> might have got caught in the, amp, the, the mic. Jacques likes did. to do yoga while we while we podcast. Yeah, I like to I like to move around, you know. Amazing. <laughs> in his static chair. Oh, like not, not, not downward dog, Jacques, please. <laughs> 
if we had a camera here, guys, you wouldn't believe what's happening. Yeah, reason 10 of why we don't have a camera <laughs> yeah. on recording. <laughs> we were talking about ha- having, like, a POV, like, webcam on each mic. Next time, next time. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, we can... Do you guys want to get into net neutrality? I feel like we're over time for this yeah, topic. We should probably move on to the next story one Story for another okay. time. But yeah. to cap it all off, 30-second uh, hot take opinion to mm. conclude. What is your take? Yay or nay on these privacy regulations? Jacques or Steph, want to start us off? Um, I think it's it's a yay. It, it's a somewhat yay because I think it's needed to have some sort of action on this, but it's a nay because... I think it's very disorganized and uncoordinated. Yeah, definitely, definite scary, like for me, kind of unsure about what the solution even is, but like, there ha- I feel like there should be something that goes, that, that gets done. Yeah, that was really bad, but. No, yeah. I think it was eloquent. Yeah, even the blah part. <laughs> Especially the blah part. <laughs> um, my, my, uh, my opinion on this, I think, It's necessary, and no matter which way you slice it, someone's going to end up losing out. And I think at the end of the day, I'd rather have these massive corporations who already control so much of our information and the way we get it lose out than consumers. So Mm -hmm. I'm willing for them to take the cut. I'm willing to lose a bit of their influence as long as consumers get the better better benefit at the end of the day. Yeah, but you sound like Elizabeth Warren. Break up big tech. I don't know about that. That's a different. I, topic. I know, I know. We'll, we'll say that for time. Conundrums with Chris. <laughs> no, I have something else for the conundrum. Oh, okay. But um, I, I definitely I agree with that. Uh, I think everyone's hot take is a good hot take. It's hot. It's hot. So then, then it's not very hot though. If everyone agrees. Ooh. That's true. Were were it's lukewarm, lukewarm takes? Lukewarm yeah. takes. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have the same ring to it. Yeah, I guess. Can it be our new podcast name? Lukewarm taste. A lukewarm taste. Honestly, honestly, kind of, kind of, kind of like it. Kind of dig it. I think we're going to have to rebrand, guys. <laughs> or, or we can just do like a like a um, segment. It's like lukewarm takes. Mm, I like that. I like that. New segment, guys. Possibly, possibly. Yeah, don't want to commit. Don't want Yeah, don't, don't, don't go <laughs> into like the committed next committed to YouTube for the last episode, and we still don't have it up on YouTube. Okay, next Shock week. And I next that. week, we'll get Shock it. Shock and I will do that. Yeah. Um, okay, I think this brings us to one of our segments. Do, do you want segments. the uh, segment music? Sure, do we have one? Okay. And now a message from yeah. our sponsors. Which is, I guess, us. <laughs> surprise. <laughs> surprise, surprise. We're all on UBC Mystic. Whoa. <laughs> a club that is the uh, just a super cool club. I don't know. We're the largest technology club on campus. Um, and we focus on the integration between business and technology. And we've got a lot of cool events coming up in term two. So if you weren't able to catch us in term one, um, some super cool stuff coming up. And I think Chris can tell you a little bit more about our first event in term two. In a world where technology is everything, where gaming has captivated minds and entertainment has seeped into our everyday lives, learning to get involved, to get a job, and to network. Okay, actually, I don't have the rest of it. I just, I should should plan this out ahead. (laughs) I'm just doing sound Um, effects from games. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that wasn't the sound effects from a game. No, um, okay, anyway, so like what I was going to say is we have a brand new conference coming up on January 19th. 
here at UBC. Um, it's our first foray into the gaming world with a collaboration with UBC Game Development Club. And we have some of the biggest game studios in Vancouver from EA to Next Level Games to Kabam, Archiact, Blackbird Interactive, A Thinking Ape. Uh, those are just off the top of my head. Um, they're all going to be coming out. We're going to do workshops teaching you everything from the beginning of coming up with a story, how to make an engaging game, all the way down to animation, development, and you can pick which area you're interested in. We're going to have networking, boothing, games to try out from these companies. We're going to have a tournament after for people to play. You can bring your Switch and, and have some Smash tournament or play some games after. We have a company coming in to do a tournament. It's going to be really exciting. Um, so please check us out at ubcgametech.com. That's ubcgametech.com. Dot com and if you enter the promo code uh, an uneducated view members will get five dollars off you have to off. write it exactly uh, like that <laughs> no typos no there's no promo if you're a Bistech member or a UBC Game Dev member you get five dollar tickets if you're not ten dollar tickets um, but either way it's a great deal wow. super cheap and yeah. a great event it's like, it's like packs for I think that was a pretty good pitch I, I'd say so. Very I mean, fluid, I'm yeah. sold. I don't know too much about gaming, but that's why I'm going to go. Thank you, Steph. Yeah, there you go. I'm going to well, go and learn so much about gaming. And who knows? You might record a live podcast, maybe. You can get Ooh. featured in you know, some interviews. Can we commentate on the on the oh, tournament? That would be, be so fun. Cool. <laughs> that would be yeah. fun. Like a special fun. podcast, not a regular one. We'll still give you the yeah. regular juicy fun stuff. That you, you can't, you love, yeah. That you can't live can't, without. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Anyway, I'll back to you, Steph. All right. So... Uh, unfortunately, I couldn't find, like, a Canadian-centric version of this fact, uh, uh, just because I couldn't, like, just, I don't know. It's Steph okay, Jacques Québécois, he doesn't identify as Canadian. <laughs> yeah, I'm that asterisk where it's like, if you live in Quebec, this <laughs> yeah. rule doesn't apply. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys can't win any contests. Yeah, it's so sad. <laughs> it's like, this contest is not applied in Quebec. You're like, this, this promo does not work in Quebec. It's like, okay. <laughs> I guess. Oh, that was good. That was good. Sorry, Steph. <laughs> no worries. Um, but yeah, so unfortunately, this is a, an American American fact. Okay, I'll channel my um, inner, my war, pre-war of 1812 American <laughs> identity. <laughs> What's the internet? <laughs> okay. What is the state with the largest share of districts with four-day school weeks? They have that? What the heck? I didn't know they had that. The state? Yeah, so like, what do you think state. the state that has implemented the most? Like in the it's going to be one of the progressive ones. In the U.S., ones. right? In the U.S. It's going to be progressive I ones. I didn't like, know they had them in the states. Wow. I, I think well, it's probably I mean, private like, schools. Okay, that's true. Know? No, these are public. Public. Public, Whoa. public school districts. Time to move to <laughs> wherever that is. is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I think it's either Massachusetts, California. California because it's so big, but that might actually make the percentage less. So oh, I think it'll yeah. be a small so state that's progressive. Where's Sanders from? Bernie Sanders? Yeah, I Vermont. No I think it's Vermont. Is that a progressive state? I mean, Bernie's pretty progressive. And this, he doesn't reflect him. the He's rest there of... For like, oh, okay, elections okay. don't, don't reflect okay, the okay. personality. I mean, of the I don't know, man. Broadly, He's been there for like 30 broad, years. Broad okay, so your guess is Vermont? I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with Massachusetts because I know Massachusetts is quite progressive. Or New York. New York's too big. Yeah, I think it's going to be a smaller state. Massachusetts is also very big because Boston's pretty big. Yeah, I'm going Vermont. Vermont? Yeah. What about you, Josh? Rhode Island. I'm pretty, pretty yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, I have like, I'm going Vermont. I have no idea, but I was thinking Rhode Island, mostly because I like the name. Go for it. Yeah, I'm going to go with Rhode Island. All okay, right. you guys are both chose states quite close to each other, <sighs> but oh. nowhere near. I you going to say quite close to Oregon. It's like yeah. Oregon. <laughs> it's Colorado. Washington. Colorado? Colorado? Yeah, I guess they did Colorado legalize weed first. Colorado is a very, like, yeah. it's a very, um, their culture is quite similar to ours. Interesting. Oh. Um, but Why anyways. do I feel like Colorado is full of rednecks? No, no that's no, 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 Dakota. No. 
Oh, the Dakotas. <laughs> the Dakotas. Oh, the Dakotas. East and west, yeah. north and south. Yeah, because Colorado is like south, and then like Col- Dakota is yeah. like north. But that's so. what I thought. Colorado, since it's south, it's no. Like, Colorado is like near a Las very. Vegas. It's like hiking focus. It's like yeah. super yeah. like nature-y. naturey. Well, hello, Colorado. Yeah. I consider that. Any big tech companies there? Google. Uh, oh, they're in Colorado. Yeah, I think they have a oh, thing. Wow. In, maybe, maybe. I'm not, don't quote me on that. Yeah, but I don't want to work for Google. Did you see the latest? Anyway. Let me just finish <laughs> off the fact here. But Colorado has the largest proportion of public school districts with one or more schools on a four-day week with 98 school districts, which is more than half. So more than half of their public school districts have four-day school weeks. Damn. Wow. Can you believe that? That's and like you can go, on average. Do they just spend their fifth day like hiking the, the, Grand, the Grand Canyon and stuff? Like That'd be fun. <laughs> be Time to fun. move to Colorado, Chris. Let's uh, settle in Colorado. You know, Move the podcast to Colorado. Yeah. Relocate. We're live from We're Zion live. National Park. That'd be know. a lot of fun, guys. If we do a road trip, let's let's go to Colorado just so that we could Ooh. we could we could say that. All right. So we just talked about a four day school week, but this kind of leads us into a four day work week, um, which has kind of been, <laughs> I mean, somewhat similar, but it's kind of been in the news uh, lately because Microsoft has just. I think trialed a four-day work week in Japan, and mm. they saw, well, they they I think the data said a forty percent increase in productivity, which I'm not hundred percent sure what that means per se. But their uh, stock yeah. went up forty percent, <laughs> but just in Japan. <laughs> just yeah, you, you know Microsoft, Microsoft Japan. Yeah, the, 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 the profits. Yeah, there you go, skyrocketing. Um, yeah, no, this is an interesting topic. I am. A very big proponent of yeah. a shorter work week. I I'm think, very excited. For right? This. Yeah. We think about it. The original, you know, idea is that it's an eight-hour work day, mm-hmm. right? So you spend a third of your day at work, you spend a third of your day sleeping, and you spend a third of your day at home. In theory, right? Or yeah. socially. In, yeah. Well, that's the goal. The problem is we have an eight-hour work week or an eight-hour work day. Although some companies don't include lunch, and or they'll make you work an extra half hour, and like a two-hour transit. That's on top of it. So really, you're getting like five hours for yourself and then you have to go to bed. So this is leading to less sleep. This is leading to less social interaction, leading to higher rates of depression, of anxiety, people just not feeling fulfilled. And that leads to lower productivity. It's like so clear to me Mm-hmm. That it would lead like when you're not motivated, you're not going to do a good job. Yeah, yeah. And like Chris and I, we've been on co-ops. Like you're currently on co-op. I'm still on co-op. I yeah. was on co-op in the summer, and it feels like the, the your life is so much shorter when you're like you, you know, live between weekends. Yeah. Essentially, it's like you just mm-hmm. you you see a weekend and then you see the next weekend. And yeah. it's not that you don't I don't enjoy the work or I don't enjoy the company. It's just the nature of such a long portion of your day being spent there that you feel as if the rest of it isn't really meaningful yeah. anymore. And we're not like adults. Like we're not rumors or anything we so are we adults don't, jock we don't, don't know don't like how short, it really jock. feels but you know <laughs> it feels like when you, your, li- your life is gonna, gonna go by yeah know? and most of it's gonna spend you doing wake up at like 35 and yeah. it's like where's the time going yeah oh like my the goodness. Whole, all this I had was weekends this is an, 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 yeah. a philosophical view on <laughs> a sad view on but well, yes yeah. I, the four yeah. day work week very excited I wish like you know it was more Widely explored. I also think, like, you know, for weekends, you only get two days. It's like the first day is your time to unwind and and kind of just like, oh, this was how the week went. And you really just sleep in through half the day. Exactly. And then Sunday is your day to, like, amp yourself back up for the fact that you have another five days (laughs) of work. And laundry and cooking and meal prep. So, did these employees at Microsoft, did they have to work more during those four days or was it just the same four normal days? 
Are you sure? Like, I am not too sure. <laughs> but I, okay, I from think... the research done about four-day work weeks, the reason why it, it it works better is because people don't, they they work more efficiently because they know that they right. only have four days to work. And so they don't spread it out. They don't, they, they're more motivated to, like, get out on Thursday. And so they're like, okay, I'm going to plan my time well and I'm going to get everything done by Thursday. So I think that's also why productivity increased. So the one the one little gripe I see about this is like, I can understand why if you're going from five days to four days, the productivity increases. Yep. But if you were given like a clean group of subjects, right, that never had a five-day work week before and they just go into a four-day work week, right. would they just evolve to think that Thursday was like their Friday and then they'd slack off on Thursday oh, interesting. And, you know, and they wouldn't have that productivity boost anymore? And they'd go to a three-day week. Yeah, and then they, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a one-day week. Just get everything done on one day. <laughs> but like, And then just no one I don't think anymore. that's good either. I think there has to be a balance. Like, think about it. Yeah. If, if you didn't have any work to do, You'd be bored out of your mind. Like, you'd find work to do, no, right? Yeah. Sure. So I think work does serve a purpose, and it keeps it makes you appreciate the times when you're not working yeah. more. But I think we need to find a better balance between, like, letting people live their lives as well. Yeah, so my concern is if you give new people four days, right. will they just get mean. used to that and have the same kind of productivity concerns as a five-day week? I, I suppose that could be an issue. Um, although I think it's less about the perception of Fridays and Thursdays, and it's more about the rest and the social mm-hmm. interaction and the fact that if you have a four-day week, you have more time to, like, be better rested, to take care of your other things you need to do, and that leads to less stress in your personal life. And as much as we try to, like, separate our personal lives from our professional lives, like, stress and gripes that you have in your personal life will carry over into your, like, work Yeah, and vice ethic. versa. I think it's also, it's it's notable to, or it's it's uh, it's interesting to note that this was done in Japan, which has a very traditionally, like, Asian-style working culture, which is very much like, okay, we're going to get in early, we're going to stay late, like, work when your boss works kind of thing. Right. Um, and I think, like, the fact that a four-day work week worked so well in Japan, I think it's really, it's notable. You well, it's know? the same I mean, thing like, here, you know, like you go for eight hours, but when you're salaried in an office job, you really don't stay for eight hours. Like you never stay less than eight hours. You're always going to yeah. either just stay more. So if it's four days, that'll still give you more time back. Even if it's 10 hours for four days, you most people are already doing something similar to that. So yeah, and I, I just feel really happy about the whole thing about like transiting. Yeah, Tran- even if you had to work a mm-hmm. bit more on those four days, the fact that you transit less and that you spend less time just yeah. doing that, like, Oh, the back Run and forth. Work. Yeah, the it, back and forth. It'd just be so valuable. Um, and it's cheaper. Time. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. Because the three of us, like, we, we commute, Ooh. all of us. Like, yeah. we are, we have experience, I guess, like, having commutes and, like, getting to and from places with yep. decently... Yeah, and, and, you know, you can find ways to make it enjoyable, like reading or listening to For podcasts. Sure. But it doesn't beat getting to sleep in. Yeah, and not just sleeping in, but it's, like, if you can save yourself a trip... Yeah getting somewhere like get some other stuff done yeah it it just helps a lot do you guys have four day work four day school days or because i know some solder students tend to have Mm -hmm. four days like fridays off sorry jacques i'm not in solder yeah yeah (laughs) steph i no i have class every every day Ah. yeah well then we won't be able to give you that perspective today but i okay last year though um if we're going to talk about like maybe productivity and like work weeks uh last year i had one of my terms i scheduled my classes so i only had them on monday wednesday friday because i figured like get all my class done on some days and then just leave tuesday thursdays to do studying i ended up finding that i'd have to come to campus anyways on tuesday thursday so it kind of defeated the purpose something yeah something Um, interesting for me was that last semester 
I tried really hard to like put all my classes together. Yeah. And on the yeah. days where I didn't have classes, I just ended up being super lazy and like not having like just starting my day late, right? Yeah. So it, it was like an interesting dynamic where if I had something that day, I would actually just start off more productive. Yeah, I think like having having an early class, even though I last year I thought, okay, I'm just going to not book anything on this day so that that'll be my day to do work. Like right. having an early class, even if it's just like nine or 10, like it helps me start the day. Like it, I have a morning routine, you but, know, I get hmm. something done. I'll challenge that notion. Okay. I think we don't need to start the day every single day. Yeah, maybe I not think yeah. there's every value in not yeah. having to be productive on certain days. Well, so I do on the weekend. Yeah, so. we <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And isn't that like allows you to recharge and just like not be stressed? No, that's completely fair. And I think if you have like a family, you'll automatically have something to start your day. Like the fact yeah. that you have kids and stuff. So maybe we're just talking nature's like, alarm clocks. Yeah, we're just being millennials and being like, oh, you know, we're not millennials yeah. though. Yeah, we're Gen Z. Gen Z. Yeah. yeah. Is it? Yeah. Cool. We're Gen Z. Yeah. On the cusp. No, 1990, post-1995, I think, is Gen oh, okay. Z. Never mind. Or, or no, it's like 19... Well, I don't want to give you my age, so I'm going to say on the cusp, <laughs> just so you are thrown off. I'm pretty sure last episode, I said our ages. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe we they're bad at math ages. and they didn't realize. They didn't... Wait. No, I didn't say no, our said year. It explicitly. I said yeah. our exact age. <laughs> well, I want them to know what year I was born in. <laughs> and on our first episode, we said what year of university we're in. All right. Well, anyways, hey, that, just that's saying. not that's just a number. You TMI. Can't have old people it, yeah, in age is age is just age is but a number. Age is but a number. I just tis a number. <laughs> we're international. <laughs> Welcome to our British listeners. <laughs> that was Australian for a sec. Welcome to ah no 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 <laughs> I just just no, remember no, no no we'll see you <laughs> we'll see you next week yeah <laughs> we'll see what our Australian roommate thinks Jacques. Uh, we'll see you next week if you've managed to make it this far yeah. if you're still listening after kudos Chris to just you and yeah, why are you here <laughs> oh my goodness yeah. Um, shall we uh, move to our newish segments? This is the second time we're uh, mm-hmm. we're we're debuting them. Debuting, debuting, de- de- debutting, debutting, de- debutting. Let's debut. <laughs> All right, let's let's debut them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is this will end careers. Yeah, literally. Yeah, ten years later, it'll be like. Wait, so. you know, you know, because I'm in co-op now. I I put I put our podcast on my resume. Oh my god, Steph. <laughs> Wait, are you not? I didn't. Yeah, you. I'm should. planning on doing it. Are yeah, you? Yeah, you I'm gonna be like oh at this like I'm a podcast. What do you say? Like producer, pro- producer and host. Yeah, co-host. co-host. Oh damn. Um, okay. I mean, it's something like interesting. Also, yeah, like that's but, true. It shows personality. <laughs> it shows that we have a life outside of. Do we? Dev. <laughs> you're really yeah, just, at least me. You you code while you're podcasting. You're just <laughs> that's like, not true. My no, keyboard's too true. loud. Yeah. they wouldn't let me. <laughs> no, we wouldn't. Sorry. Uh, but employers will listen to one episode and be like, "Nope, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> not <Yeah>. hiring." <laughs> I don't think I can Let's apply. Just hope it. it's like the we, we should the make a list of all the companies and, and countries we can't apply to anymore. <laughs> now that we. <laughs> Uh, By episode three. Like Britain for you. Uh, Britain, Australia, Australia. China. Google. China. Google yeah. Facebook, Facebook. Microsoft. Yep. <laughs> no, we said something good about Microsoft. Yeah, no, yeah. that's true. That's true. That's yeah. true. Microsoft, please hire us. All three I of us. I applied. Oh, really? I'm waiting to hear back. For their garage internships? No, or just no. This is like in in, in, uh, co-op co-op. in uh, Seattle. Mm. Oh, nice, nice. Exciting. Yes. Yeah, US. That'll be interesting. 
Anyway. Um, okay. This is way too uh, personal. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's <laughs> what they come here for, Chris. So they just want to learn more about for breakfast. You. I had. I think it's nice that we leave little like like nuggets. tidbits, little nuggets for yeah. them to find, like yeah. in within the episode. Like Except you I feel get like to learn more about us. They, they can probably put together all these nuggets to paint a really, really eerily accurate picture of our lives by the end of the season. That's cool. <laughs> That's true. But we'll at just the be like same our close time, friends, you know, well, okay, that we don't know at all. At the same time, like so, I think most, not most, but a lot of our listeners are people who know us already. What does this break GDPR rules? That if we're giving them. Are so we much breaking? Wait, are we breaking ourselves? the fourth wall if we just say like hi to our friends? We like, won't like say their names. Name. No, we won't like, say their names, but like oh. just like this is a special shout out to like the people who know us. Well, I feel like Hello. it's a special shout out to everyone who listens. It's a yeah. special shout out to everyone who listens. Yeah. Wow, Steph. I, I sorry, sorry, all sorry, our sorry, listeners sorry. know us by now. Yeah, you know? True, that's true. Yeah, based on all this personal thank information you for we just sh- shared. Wow. Th- thank you for welcoming us into your home um, yeah. and your years. That's weird. And and your live and yeah and your daily lives when, anyway, whenever you listen to our podcast. We are we are running out of time. Yes, that's true. Um, so we've got. Since I'm hosting this episode, I won't be doing my segment, but we've got two awesome segments from Chris and Jacques. So, um, oh, actually, we have Tech Off first. Oh, is that first? Yeah. Oh, okay. I feel like I've introduced segments and then gone, oh, actually, many times today, but that's okay. Yeah, let's let's do the Tech Off very slowly. (laughs) Because you're researching? No, I... (laughs) Just, I just want them to really savor the moment. <laughs> that was me last. Hey, last Chris, episode. what are you looking at on your iPad there, huh? <laughs> I'm just looking at my reflection. <laughs> I want to make sure my hair is good so that the for, for the podcast. For the podcast. <laughs> last week, you were like, you were. I was gonna swear. You were making fun of me for not being prepared, and look at you now. I'll take it. You can, you can go ahead and make fun of me for not being prepared. <laughs> All right. So, what is this tech off this week? What's the theme? Um. <laughs> Give me a second. <laughs> Wait, guys. <laughs> Come on, guys. Wait, I just have to find the right. <laughs> oh, we we said it's going to be about um. Wait, you wait. I'm, I'm, I don't want to say it because it'll give away. Google Stadia. Yeah. Well, oh. Sh- well, it's just like it. gaming in general, right? Yeah. Oh, Stadia slash slash gaming. Yeah. Because we, as we know, Stadia launched this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, to, to much fan yeah, fanfare. Yeah, I have heard lots about it. Um, sorry, so Steph, you want to, uh, I don't know. Kick us off? Yeah. yeah. And, well, it's your, your oh. facts. Who's going first? Uh, you guys choose. Or oh. Who's ready? Well, Chris, know. do you have a fact yet? Uh, apparently. Okay. okay, well, you can go first then. All right. Um, did you know that Google has got exclusives for Amy Stadia? Yeah. So Stadia Games is headed by the former... Uh, Ubisoft creator of Assassin's Creed, and he also worked at EA. And both of those studios will create original Stadia games and help partners optimize their titles for the platform. Wait, so are they out yet? They're not out nope, yet. the studio didn't okay. have anything debuted just yet, but the announcement shows that this isn't just a small thing, and Google is really going deep into gaming. Wow. Interesting. Oh, sorry. It'll both create. So not, not, not um, Ubisoft and EA will create it, but... The, the the new division of Google's oh so it's not actually it, Ubisoft who's created. run by a guy who oh. used to be at EA oh, okay. and, and Ubisoft so it's all inter- like how it's they're creating their own internal okay. games that's oh, interesting Google's starting like, their own game studio it's kind of like Valve you know well the new Half Life well I'm just saying Valve before they when they started Steam to get it on off the ground they kind of made their own games right. like Half Life yeah. Portal and they were really good games yeah. too so like 
People went crazy when the yeah. new Half Life was announced. Well, hopefully, hopefully Google can do something similar. Josh, do you, have, do you have your? Yeah, your... so mine's actually not Stadia related, but it's just Sad. like kind of a sign of how far we've come. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. The original, the original NES Nintendo yeah. Entertainment System, it, the processor had two kilobytes of RAM to run the game. Two kilobytes. Kilobytes. Mm. Wait, do, do you know what that means, Chris? Yes, shock. Okay. <laughs> and I'm just marveling at how little like, that is. Yeah, and like now, how? What year was that? 1980s. Yeah, I think late ah. 80s. Yeah, late 80s. But like, can you imagine running something with two kilobytes these days? What can you even run with two kilobytes? My brain. <laughs> yeah, Chris's brain at work. One kilobyte. <laughs> Chris's brain now. One byte. <laughs> yeah, but. All right, Steph. It's mm. my fact. Who's the winner? I, I don't know. I think it's uh, it's kind of clear. Uh, I think one of them was kind of like just sharing some, some pulled, interesting pulled out of interesting information. Like, I think that was still valuable. One of them was more of like, okay, yeah, this is a cool fact. I'm, I'm going to go with Thank the cool you. I'll fact. Thank you. I'll take the, I'll take the win <laughs> stuff. Which was I Jacques. Really appreciate <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Jacques wins this, this episode's tech off. I'll be back. I mean, you're one for one. You're one. You're two. You're one for two. One for two. Yeah. So. So me and you okay. are leading. Are tied for first right now. Steph's okay, well, got to redeem yourself next. My win differential is. It was a half is... win. It was a half win. <laughs> my win differential is better. My my win percentage. Sorry. <laughs> one for one. All right, stat. <laughs> Did you just call me stat? <laughs> stat. I thought you said Steph, but I was like, wait. Yeah, stat. I was also like confused. Statistic. I yeah. Was <laughs> um, shall we shall we go into our our. Uh, segments here yeah we'll we'll start with chris chris's segment is called chris's conundrum and i think we we did chris's conundrum last week as well um and if you weren't here last episode uh we'll go over it again and chris's conundrum uh chris will kind of just talk about something that he is is it just a a dilemma of the week that he wants to talk about and for jacques um jacques oh jacques is new it's gonna be suggestion box with jacques they were trying really hard to make it rhyme. Yeah, it was suggestion box with shocks. Yeah. Oh, that was kind of like the yeah. Yeah, and then but you just, don't say. Yeah, but then everyone's just gonna call me Jacques. Yeah. Anyways. So then we've got Chris's conundrum this week and suggestion suggestion box with Jacques. <laughs> I had to add the S awkwardly. So without further ado, you guys wanna? Yeah. Yeah. Chris. Go for it. So I'm sure all of us here like a good deal, right? I mean, who can say no to getting a free Google Home with your Spotify subscription or an Apple TV Plus subscription for free with your Apple Music student plan? It's literally five bucks for unlimited music and a growing list of TV shows and movies. It all just sounds too good to be true. And as is common whenever one uses that phrase, it probably is too good to be true. You see, these companies are offering such great deals that consumers can't possibly say no to, and they do a really good job of making them seem like it's in your best interest. But whenever you step back and take a look at the bigger picture, it's really just an effort to knock out the competition and consolidate profits into one coffer. It's sort of like when you were a kid and you'd trade your younger sibling two quarters for a dollar. And, you know, they felt like they were so smart and got the better deal, but in the reality, you were just being a greedy little sh- The same thing applies here. Amazon, Apple, and Google are all trying to squeeze out the competition by offering deals that others just can't compete with. How can Spotify compete if Apple offers TV, music, games, cloud storage, and news for a bundled price equivalent to a used BlackBerry from 2010 on eBay? It's about 15 bucks, just uh, for reference. How can Netflix compete with Amazon Prime TV, music, and shipping at the same price point? 
Of course, right now, these services aren't quite at the same level of quality. But Apple's spending upwards of $6 billion on TV content, and Amazon's on track to spend $7 billion this year, so it won't be much longer until they get there. And then what? We'll be reduced to picking between selling our social lives to Apple, Amazon, or Google. Everything will come from one source. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm a big Apple fan, and I respect Google and Amazon, but I'm an even bigger fan of competition. And right now, it just seems like those flames need a little bit of fanning to stay alive. Wow, that was... Well, well written. Yeah. Thank you. I didn't realize you were coming with a script. I, now I have to go with like my ad-libbed like, bit. Like, come on, Chris. Give me a little warning next time. Okay. All right. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, suggestion box with Jacques. So basically the suggestion box is like kind of looking at a new worldview, like new thing that we maybe have to change in our society a bit, like, you know, moving forward in the future. So this week I actually saw something pretty interesting on Reddit where there was a supermarket store where... Um, with when you want to go buy shampoo or like conditioner, instead of getting a new fresh bottle, you can kind of just kind of like get it from a dispensary, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, like mm-hmm. kind of like at a fast food store. So I was thinking like now that, you know, the liberals got reelected and they're promising to get rid of single use plastics. Wait, why <laughs> so is it weird? Politics to, I'm just <laughs> saying, I'm just saying they got reelected and that's their promise. Okay. That's fair. okay. So fair true, yeah, true. that's, that's all I'm going to say about it. But like, if they're going to get rid of like, you know, Coca-Cola bottles and plastic water bottles, what are these companies going to do about it? Wouldn't it be cool if you could go to the supermarket and kind of like how you can get nuts right now from that giant like dispenser mm-hmm, thing mm-hmm. and like flour and whatever? You can Does get, anyone like, use those? I mean, sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes. yeah. yeah. Okay. So could, imagine if you can get like your Coke like that or like not, like Coca-Cola. <laughs> 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 or, like, so this is political. The no, real no, no, motive no, no, is no, legalizing no. all drugs. No, 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 no. Yeah. no Actually, you know, like we could talk products. about legalization one time because in, in the future, it Another is day. an interesting topic. Anyways. Sorry, Jacques. Yeah, but could you imagine where you can, we had to go back to those days where we kind of bring our own container to buy everything? Like when you have an event, do you really need to buy like a, a 20 pack of water bottles and a 20 pack of Coke? Like everyone has a water bottle, right? Like it's a little, it's a little like iffy why they're, they're doing that. So maybe in the future, we'll go back to that kind of like more older style, old fashioned style of using products where we're, we're kind of adapted to now to just kind of use once and then throw away. It'd be good to see that come back now, especially in Canada with the new laws coming, maybe. That's a, that's a hot take. Mm. So yeah, don't forget to uh, to hit that subscribe button on mm-hmm. your podcasting app. We're available on Spotify, Apple Music, and all of your favorite podcasting apps except for Google, Google Podcast because uh, <laughs> they don't want to charge us money to do it and they're not that important. Um, yes. Oh, and just a quick note. Um, if you see some of our episodes disappear from these apps in the near future, don't worry. We're going to have it up on YouTube and possibly SoundCloud. Yeah. So Get them while they're hot. We're going to yeah. be SoundCloud rappers, guys. Yeah. Well, is this Oof. a new label we're starting? Possibly. <laughs> oh yeah. We're producers now. Yeah. But definitely, yeah, keep an eye on that eye out for that and definitely hit the, hit the subscribe button so you know what's coming up next just yeah and uh, that wraps it up thank good, you and good luck with finals oh, <laughs> that's no. true I, I forgot about that now oh. you're, gonna, you're gonna remind all your, all your listeners sorry, that finals sorry, is coming up they came here for a brain break and you just ruined it Chris I'm sorry well with right. that positive note <laughs> have a good one guys bye 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 bye